Welcome everyone to Grow With Purpose, where we speak to entrepreneurs, business owners, specialists of all different fields to hear their story and how they are creating impact in the world. And today we are so lucky to have a special guest who is helping people fix their credit, inspiring the future entrepreneurs, helping people with their financial success, right? And ultimately helping people in his community and helping everyone just live a better life. We are so lucky to have Dennis here with us. Welcome, Dennis. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Sasha. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. And I, I'm so excited to get into this conversation. But, you know, I, you know, I could never think a few years ago that people would want to get into the world of credit. Like it could be a space to actually get into. So yeah. please help me understand. How did you enter into that financial world, into the credit world? Okay, so... Back in 2017, um, I had a Ford Focus. It was breaking down on me, and I needed a new car for me and my family to get around in. It basically scraped all the way to the car dealership. So knowing nothing about my own personal credit or anything like that, I went to the car dealership to get a Kia Optima. Um, I applied. They let me know that they were denying me because I had a 479 credit score. Um, I ended up going to CarMax and getting a loan for a Hyundai Sonata, and the interest rate was near 30%. Um, so I would basically have to buy the car three times yeah. in order to, <laughs> to, to buy it once. Yeah. So um, I did get the car, but still, it, that sent me on a path to kind of learn how to repair my own credit and how to um, understand what makes up a credit score and things like that. And pretty much within the next um, within the next month and a half, I was able to bring my credit score from a 479 to a 650. So Ooh. I was, <laughs> yeah, man. So I was going around helping friends, family, things like that to see kind of if I could replicate the results. And mm -hmm. I was able to get similar results. Now, what I didn't know um before because at that point i'm like hey maybe this is a business maybe this is something that i can help people do i didn't know that credit repair was actually an already existing like space yeah. and i didn't know that like people could just do it so um i learned the hard way about things like um banking payment processors things like that because it's kind of a blacklisted industry so it's mm. really hard to um, operate financially inside of the credit repair space because there's a lot of chargebacks and things like that. So yeah. um, that's kind of how I got started. And then over time, I started to take classes and um, kind of understand the community a little bit. Since then, it took off a little bit. But then like, okay. I noticed that people didn't understand credit that are in the space. So a lot mm -hmm. of people that were doing credit repair, they, they kind of faded away since then. And, you know, we're still here helping people, helping our clients. Amazing, amazing. And like crazy yeah. that you could take your credit score to, what was it? Say, say it again, from a what so to what? It was a 479 to a 650 in a month and a half. Goodness, that that's yeah. insane, man. That that That's incredible. Right? But, you know, for people who actually don't understand it, why is credit so important? I mean, it's important in America because... America is like a debtor nation. Like yeah. mostly everything runs off of debt. So mm. um, if you can understand the difference between good good debt and bad debt, then you can essentially elevate your life with zero dollars in your bank account. So it's important to understand how to leverage your credit properly and how you can turn good credit into 
assets, businesses, um, you know, financial security for your family moving forward. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And I think you touched on that topic of financial security, which is something that I, I think many of us um, had to learn on our own. Yeah, right? it's not a it's not a topic that was taught at school, at least for me, not um, at all. It was something that I had to go through YouTube, you know, get some books and everything like that. Yeah. How did you get to learning about financial security and just how much it could change your life? Um, I started back then when I got on the credit kick, I came across some videos online about, um, or from Graham Stephan. And I mm. started like binge watching his YouTube videos and understanding like, um, how to invest and how to, you know, grow a business and how to, um, you know, you, how to improve your credit and things like that. So, um, Graham Stephan was a big influence. And then I watched a lot of, uh, a lot of Ty Lopez early on, um, just about the marketing, the, the marketing aspect of him and, um, you know, how he's able to grow online. And then a little bit of Dave Ramsey, uh, read his book. Um, who else did I watch back then? There was this other guy This like, he's kind of a big YouTuber, but like a lot of people okay. don't talk to him um, or talk about him. His name, the YouTube name is Beat the Bush. He's like, mm. um, he's like a, I think he's Japanese. I'm not, I'm not sure. He may be Korean, but yeah, um, he's a really like frugal guy. He talks a lot about um, financial minimalism and mm. um, that's what kind of got me on that kick. Amazing, amazing. I'm yeah. definitely going to check out a few of those. I wrote those down while you're speaking and everything. Definitely. Right. Yeah, and, and so out of, because you that's a lot of information to consume and everything. Yeah. So for our audience, right, what is maybe one thing that to just get them to think differently about money? Because right? I know, you know, be, before you answer, right, just to share is that I know that growing up, even talking about money used to be kind of such a taboo topic. It is. Right? It or is. Even, you know, the, the thought of investing or making money or if you have too much money, it's because you, you were sleazy or you got away with yeah. it or something like that, right? So what is one thing or one idea or way of thinking that can help our audience change their outlook and their view about money? Okay. Um, one big thing I think that I'm that I learned and that I'm still learning to this day is whatever is not tracked is lost. So if you're mm. not waking up every morning and you're not checking your bank accounts, I use mint.com um, to kind of check the net worth. Um, and if you're not tracking it and tracking where your money is going, it'll be lost. And I've ran into that issue multiple times where yeah, like, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I get a big yeah. client and I make a lot of money and then like, um, you look a week later, $10,000 turned into 3000 and you don't know where it went. Yeah. So I'm actively learning that right now. Um, and I'm trying to hold myself accountable for that. Um, another thing is that like, there's this other YouTuber that I watch. Um, uh, the YouTube page is called minority mindset. And he always speaks about if you can't afford to buy it three times, then you can't buy, afford to buy it mm -hmm. once. Yeah. So, I, you know, there's two things I'm learning and trying to implement into my my own life because, like you, like you just said, we don't learn about um, finances. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about it. 
So mm-hmm. we end up overspending and and going into debt and borrowing money and payday loans. And it's a vicious cycle, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I, I love it. And just to repeat it for our audience, it's like, whatever is not tracked is lost. Yeah. Right. And I've definitely experienced it. And I think even the topic of finances should not just be looked at as, okay, as a separate thing apart from my life is that, you know, the reality of it is that finances influences our daily life, the quality yeah. of life that we have, right? Yeah. Not just today, but in the long term. Right? Yeah. And so, and in, even when we go on to the topic of just entrepreneurship in general, is yeah. that to not see these things as separate things, right? The exactly. time I spend with my family is is dependent on how much time I spend on my business. Yep. Right? So how have you been able to balance these different aspects and activities in your life? Um, there, There's no balance, honestly. Mm. Like, if you own a business, you're always kind of on. And yeah. I'm like, that's, I, I mean, early on as an entrepreneur, I guess you're kind of always on because you're the marketing team. You're the customer service rep. You do mm-hmm. the footwork. You yeah, answer the, the, yeah, you, you kind of do everything. So it's like, if you miss a beat and you don't hire out, then, um, you know, you're, you're kind of stuck answering emails at 11, 12 o'clock at night. So, I mean, it, it's frustrating sometimes because I know the family does want, you know, the undivided attention provided to them. And I'm working on that as well. That's another, you know, part of my life that I'm working on right now because I don't have, a, I don't have a full team. I don't have, you know, those things in place. So all the growth that comes from the business comes from the work that I put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I think you you put it right is that even as much as we may want to say, you know what, I'm going to switch off mm-hmm. uh, in our digital era that we're in, an email can always pop in. I can always yep. get a call at weird times. If a client yeah. is in a different, completely different time zone, yeah. uh, I have no choice around that. Right, So that's definitely difficult. But then when we do actually get to spend that time with family and everything, yeah. are you able to actually check out? Uh, do you are you have you found that it's it's gotten easier over time or how has your experience been with that? It's hard, man. Even mm-hmm. even yesterday, I met my daughter's school for like a family event and get a call from a potential client, and it's like, do I take this right now? Yeah. Because yeah. it could be it could be money or like I don't I don't know. It's it's a weird position to be in. Uh, we got like season passes for Six Flags and and Sea World, so we try to disconnect like that um, oh, okay. on on the weekends and stuff. Maybe you know we'll check out that ride, some rides, take a few hours off. I'm like, I have I have two phones. This one's for business, and yeah. I try to shut it off at a certain time. But then every now and then I sneak and peek, and then of course there's always work to be done. Absolutely. And and yeah. you're right, there's always work to be done. And I, but I think even just the idea that you have two phones yeah. is really showing that you have a certain value. It's like, look, I want to have my private life separate, yeah. a bit separate, you know, from my business life and everything like that. And I'm sure those aren't the only values that you had in your business and that have helped you to be where you are right now. So yeah. what other values have been super key to getting you where you are right now? Um, one one major thing that I value is um, honesty and integrity in business because a lot of my clients come from referrals. 
Um, actually, like 90% of my clients come from referrals. Mm. And I always say that I turn down more money than I make because I'll hop on a client call and if they actually don't need my help, I'll let them know. And I'll give them tips as far as how they can improve um, their own situation and not even, you know, need to pay for that kind of call. So um, I think that I think that reaches a lot of people because they can feel that I actually am there to help them. Um, And I'm not there to, you know, just get money from people that I didn't deserve or that I didn't earn. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing. And and so you touched on one. Give us a second one. A second one, I would probably say, let's see. Um, man, we might have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like integrity is just the, the biggest, the biggest mm-hmm. thing that I look at, like, um, and being honest with people. Um, communication's tough for me sometimes too, like, I try to to keep up as much as possible. So that's something that I'm working on now. A lot of things I'm learning because I I don't have, I didn't have like anyone to ask these questions to. So when I run into an issue, like that's the first time I've seen it and I've heard about it. So that's where I'm at right now. It's probably just the, the honesty thing and, and um, being straightforward with people. But I mean, I, I think with the honesty thing, it also trickles into everything. So, you know, not even just how you interact with your clients, but probably with yourself. Yeah. Of like, look, this is not for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This doesn't, this doesn't align with my faith. This doesn't align with how I think, whatever yeah. it might be. So yeah, it might be one thing and maybe I ask for a second thing, but yeah. I'm sure it, cover, it covers, it covers several things. Right. Yeah. But you know, you talked a bit about who you are as a person, you know, maybe not the best communicator. Right. Yeah. But what do you think has been key about your character that has actually helped you to have the life that you have and to achieve the things you've achieved? Um, I, I don't believe in giving up, man. Like, Mm. um, I come from, I come from a really hardworking city. I was born in Akron, Ohio. And like, you see people work as hard as they can to take care of their family. And, you know, when you learn a little bit about, about money and how to, how to make it for yourself, you kind of want to put that, that work and that effort in. So it's like, I don't, that's one major thing about me. I just don't give up. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And I'm, and I'm sure people are lucky to have you around them that, you know, someone that's never going to give up. So how key has it been for you? Because I know for us, when we were yeah. in a down period, right, it was super important for us to have a community, the community that we do have to support yeah. us, to, you know, to challenge us and to keep us moving. So how yeah. important has community, and even if it's just, family and everything but that support system how important has it been for you just to stay i don't know alive and stay standing where you are it's important man my my wife is like my biggest cheerleader and Mm. my biggest critic as well at the same time (laughs) like she'll notice that i'm slipping and she'll call it out like right away so it's good to have somebody like that in your corner um who will let you know like hey you need to step it up. You're not, you're not working. 
you're being lazy right now. Like she'll call it out exactly how she sees yeah. it. And she's probably the only person that can talk to me like that where I actually hear it and, and you know, make that move. Oh, and it's seeing my incredible. kids too. My my kids motivate mm. me as well, man. So I got three kids and uh oh, that... every every day seeing them just motivates me. Oh, that's amazing. And and so did you have your business or did you get into business before or after you had kids? After. Oh, after. Yeah. I already Amazing. had two I already had two kids when I started the business. Mm. And yeah. so how has it been being a father and then also having to lead a business? It's hard. It's hard mm. because you know, you got to go to games and you got to take calls and you have to try to get as much energy as you can at the end of the day to like spend time with family. It's it's difficult. It's not easy. Man, and sometimes I don't do it right. So mm-hmm. I'm still working on that. Definitely. But I, th- I think, you know, just to give you a bit of praise is that even the fact that you think about it, yeah. right. And that you want, you know, you want to be able to show up there for, for your children, you know, even when you're speaking about, you know, you're with your daughter, but there's yeah. a call, do I do it? Do I not do it? I yeah. think that already shows so much about you, when, especially when you speak about the fact, uh, you know, your, your value of integrity, yeah. right? Is that you value your family and, and that's huge. Right? And I'm sure that's going to go a long way for you. And I'm excited to see where that takes you, yeah. right? And, you know, man, it's been, it's been great to have this conversation with you and to learn about a bit about your story, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'd love to know, right, for our audience that's listening, for anyone who's even interested to improving the life finances credit, where do they start? So, I mean, the best place to start, a lot of people, they don't check their credit. Um, like me, when back in 2017, I didn't even have the Credit Karma app on my phone. So I think a good start is to sign up for Credit Karma because it's free, even though it only shows you two bureaus you're still able to get an idea of the range um, yeah. in which you are for your credit. Usually it's off about 50 points in either direction. So don't take it as facts, but kind of just use it as an educational platform to know where you are. And then um, you can also view your uh, full credit report on Credit Karma. So go through it, look for any errors, any inaccuracies, anything that's older than seven years that shouldn't be there anymore. You can dispute all these items yourself. Um, and, you know, get them off of your credit report. If it's something a little bit more difficult, that's when you hire um, help to come in and take care of those more difficult items or at least counsel you on um, mm. how you can improve those those items. And then um, you kind of just take it day by day. Like everyone wants to quick change. They want their credit to go up 100 points in a day. But you got to understand that you put years into the damage that was done. So you have to give it time to repair and time to heal and time to build back up. So just understanding, um, you know, realistic timeframes, checking your credit and kind of being on top of that. That'll be, you know, the best first step to improving your credit. That's that's I think that that's great advice. And I think that even trickles in to business in general. Right. Yeah. And taking a different sense is like, if you're not tracking where your business finances, for example, are, mm-hmm. all right, or where the performance of your business is, then how will you ever be able to improve it? Exactly. Right? If you're, 
think similarly, if you've never tracked it and you've been damaging the performance of your business for years, don't yeah. expect it to flip in a day. Exactly. Right? And exactly. So, and you're going to have struggles and everything and it's going to take time to overcome it. So what are the struggles that maybe you've had and how have you been able to overcome them? Like what are the struggles you're currently having? Um, I mean, currently it would probably be mostly with my other business. Um, I have an Airbnb business. Um, mm. We did rental arbitrage on um, five units. And then the Airbnb market that was once good, especially in our area, it took a flip mm -hmm. as of like the end of last year going into this year. Uh, revenues dropped about 40%. And I, did, I didn't, and I still don't know how to flip it. Like I'm trying to figure out in real time how to, get out of this thing break even without any damage mm. so that's been difficult for business and i like you said i didn't track the business's expenses and i didn't track like i didn't know where we were because so much money mm -hmm. was flowing in to where when the money is down it's like how do you pivot at that point yeah when everything's good it feels like it's gonna last forever and then you get hit in the face and it's like, oh. you know, yeah. So amazing. amazing. But, yeah. Yeah. I think and with it, I'll throw one more ahead. thing in there too. With the, with the credit repair business, I know that my, um, I know that communication is my Achilles heel because I'll see a text message. I don't know. It might be like my ADD or something, but like I'll see mm -hmm. a text message and I'll respond in my head and never like, right back and and people get on me about that all the time so i put in place like a new software that i'm uh, that i just unrolled for this month um mm -hmm. and i'm putting clients into this software where they're able to communicate with me more effectively they get um constant emails and education updates um from the platform while i'm working on their credit so they don't feel like they're alone and oh, i think great. that's been helpful like the feedback has been good so um you know, just having systems in place is really, really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing is when we didn't look at our systems and okay, how are we actually processing everything and taking yeah. a step to evaluate that? Yeah. Uh, we were kind of all over the place. And then yeah. now slowly when we bring in that structure, it makes it so much easier. And yeah. I think in any sort of struggle that we go through, we can just use your same, your same outlook of it of like you just keep going yeah uh, as yeah. you mentioned is that, that that's what that's what's gotten you to where you are and that's what's going to help yeah. you to continue grow so for our audience is like just just think about that you know keep growing and Definitely. as you mentioned with your value you know stay honest and keep your integrity yeah. uh, thank you dennis thank you so much for the conversation and any Definitely. any last thing that you'd want to tell our audience inspire us anything that that you'd want to yeah. say I'll throw, I'll throw two things out there. Um, one thing going back to the integrity part, um, it takes years to build up your reputation and it takes one bad review to kill everything. One bad, one bad moment can shut down what you worked for for years. So if I could just stress it one more time, just remain integral I know that easy money seems really, really attractive sometimes, but it's not worth the the it's not worth the negative impact that it's going to do on your reputation in the long run. 
because Oops. as much time as you use to build your reputation, it's going to take triple that to build it back up even right underneath where it was. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing to keep in mind. And then another thing I'll just throw out there um, about the credit repair thing. Um, I'm working on a program. Actually, I'm not working on it. I'm, I unrolled a program um, this month to make credit repair, the credit repair process more affordable for everybody. Um, Cause I noticed that um, industry standards was taking the price way up for people. So um, I have a program now where you can get started with credit repair for $200 and kind of help people get into that. Like we do a 90 day challenge to help people right. improve their credit and um, just to help people at a, at a more affordable rate has shown, um, you know, tremendous growth and people are coming in and people are seeing results and people are happy. So, um, you know, sometimes greed kind of takes advantage of people too. That's another way of not being integral. So, um, I'll throw that out there as well. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. And I hope our audience yeah. caught all of that because, you know, this is, this is gold that is shooting at us and, you know, let's digest it and let's really use it for our daily lives and everything. So Dennis, thank you so much Definitely. for joining us. Thank you to our audience for listening to another episode with Grow With Purpose. It's been a pleasure having you, Dennis. Thank you so awesome. much. Thanks, Sasha. Right. Take care, everyone.